welcome to We'll Never Be Royals, the podcast where we talk about royal scandals. I'm LK and that's Rossi. Hey, mate. G'day. How's your shit? Not bad. I always try and think of something witty to say here and I usually put it in my notes and I don't have anything. Uh, Well, as I was midway through the intro, I was like, we perhaps should be speaking in somber tones. Out of respect for the late king, not consort, feel the Greek. That's right. It is oddly sad, isn't it? Yeah, it was. When I first heard the news, I was like, oh, my God, have to do, have to tell LK, have to put it on the socials, have to get onto this. And then as I was posting a story on Instagram, I got a bit, I got a bit of mosh. Despite all the theories, I think they are real people. Yes, agree. They are real people. And so sad for Beers. I'm so sad for her. I sort of am hesitant to ask this question because we are on a time constraint for today's recording. But do you have any grievances to air about Megan? Oh, look, she's not going to the funeral. They announced it quite early, I think, and it was to be expected. But also, I'm uh, I'm fuming. I think she should be there because we had to, you and I had talked about this. The like the hour it happened. And I said to you, I don't think she's going to go because she's preg. And you said, yeah, but it doesn't matter so much for them because they just fly private anyway anyway, and they can have a team of doctors and so that's not really an excuse. Next minute, that's the excuse we're given. Yes, look, I am no medical professional and maybe there is some reason why she can't fly, but being pregnant is not the reason because you can fly when you're pregnant. It's just you just run the risk of having the child you know, unexpected location and they could just have a doctor travel with them. There's hospitals in London, I'm pretty sure. So what's the issue? Yeah, but maybe they've got the magazine deal hooked up with the hospital in LA and so they'll lose their millions. That's a very cynical take. Yes. Also, I was chatting to someone yesterday about Megs for Prez and they had said that to be pregnant in America, uh, you know, a good story and then also maybe some political gain for the daughter. Or, I mean, the less cynical way to read it is that she is having what is considered a geriatric pregnancy. (laughs) Yes, she is. (laughs) And we laugh because we're also old as balls and childless. We'd be in the same situation, the same category. Yep. And maybe she just doesn't want to risk it for the biscuit, especially because it's going to be so orcs. Yeah, okay. I mean, if she wasn't pregnant and everything that's gone on, she should she should go and face the music. Hundo percent. Hundo. It's just very convenient that she is pregnant. <laughs> it is. Like she was gagging to get that doctor's note that said she didn't have to go. Today we're going to do the royal protocol around Phil the Greek's funeral and some other um, interesting death trivia, if you will. (laughs) Wow. Um, So if you have anything else to say that's not death-related, now's your time. I mean, Harry is in the UK because he's staying at Nottingham Cottage, which is right next door to apartment 1A where Wills and Kate live. He is meant to be in quarantine until... Friday, I believe. But I imagine that they're just, you know, drinking hot chocolates and watching Bridgerton together like old times. 
it might be nice for Harry to be there without Meghan so he can have a conversation with Wills and his father and not have her in his ear and just smooth things out or just have a, yeah, just address things. Yeah, and you like not have to kind of have those conversations and then sort of explain things to Megan and translate things and all that stuff. Yeah, be like, this is the queen, we must curtsy. <laughs> BT dubs, um, because I'm obsessed with us renting out Princess Margaret's place on Mustique since I found out 24 hours ago that you can rent it out. And I was reading all these articles and a Paz, when she was holidaying there, um, she never made Americans curtsy to her, but everyone else had to. Oh, really? Hmm. Isn't that interesting? I mean, maybe she just couldn't be bothered explaining because I too sometimes can't be bothered explaining things to America. I would just like to say that I have been running that Phil makes it to 100, gets a letter from the Queen joke for a good 12 months. I really have. And I feel like the media, the satirical media, have really jumped on that joke and they've stolen it from me. He's not having a state funeral, right? He's just having a private funeral. So all their funerals have code names. Oh, so yeah, what's his? His is um, Fourth Bridge because it's a famous bridge in Edinburgh, which is the city of his dukedom. Good one, good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they all have code names so that when people are talking about them over their walkie-talkies, like the press doesn't cut in and hear all the plans. But I also read an article that said Biz's code name will be London Bridge and if everybody already knows that, then that's probably a shit code name. Yeah, I would suspect that too. Um, But on the funeral, no, he's not having a state funeral because he didn't want one. But there is going to be a royal ceremonial funeral that is going to be on the TV. So the only difference really is that he's going to lie in rest in a, at the private chapel in Windsor Castle so, like, the public won't be able to go in and view the body. Yes. Whereas at the state funeral you can. And there's only only 30 mourners allowed. Yeah, and uh, Bojo's not going. <laughs> but just not going. I thought it was because he wasn't invited, but apparently he gave up his seat so um, more of Phil's family could attend, which is nice. Yeah, that is nice. Uh, you know who is going to be there, though? Bloody um, the Archbishop of Canterbury, who's the one who came out recently and called Megan a liar. <laughs> so um, between now and the funeral, all UK t- TV presenters have to wear black. Really? Yeah. I don't know if they are, but they're supposed to. Okay, fair enough. Everyone in Parliament has to wear black ties and black armbands on their left arm. On the day he died, the BBC suspended all non-children's programming until 6pm. At Westminster, they rang the bell 99 times over 99 minutes to reflect every year of his lifespan, which is a fucking long time. There's also this religious sect in Vanuatu. Have you heard about them? (laughs) No, I haven't. There is something called the Prince Philip Movement, which is a religious sect in Vanuatu. There's a few villages that are sort of part of the same tribe in Vanuatu and their religion is called the Prince Philip Movement. I, I wish everyone on the listening to this podcast could see my face right now. <laughs> Carry yeah. on. I'm intrigued. <laughs> okay. So these like 
ancient tribe, right? One of their like religious, um, what do we call that? Like religious leaders? No, like what do you call the Bible? Like religious texts, I guess. One of their religious texts is about the story of a mountain spirit who traveled to a faraway distant land and then married a really powerful woman. And so they interpret that to mean that Prince Philip is their divine being because he married a really powerful woman. And the scripture goes that one day he will return and, like, it'll be like the second coming of Jesus. Okay. Yeah. They didn't know that Queen Elizabeth existed except when she went to Australia for the first time with Philip and they also did a tour of Vanuatu and all these places and they saw how, like, powerful Elizabeth was because there were all these officials, like, cleaning everything up and there was all this ceremony and parade and wonder and then they saw that Philip was the man she was married to and then they were like, hang on a minute, this is our guy. Wow. Because they were villagers at the time, they also couldn't get close to Philip. So, like, he became even more of a mythical creature because it's not like these villagers were the ones that were going to the parades and shit. They just heard about him from, like, people who knew people who knew people who knew people who were there. And so it all just kind of bloomed into this weird game of telephone slash ancient scripture slash Prince Philip. Wow. That's insane. I know. So when he when they went to Vanuatu in um 1974, his team found out about it and they were like, isn't this a lol? And he was like, this is fantastic. So he gave them a signed portrait of himself and had it passed on to them. And then they sent him back this traditional, it's called a nal nal. It's a club that they use for killing pigs. And then he sent them back a picture of him holding the, the pig killing club. Wow. And they just like developed this weird like pen pal relationship. And there's a documentary that you can watch where some of the tribal leaders go over to London and have a private audience with him. And it's like a religious experience. Wow, this is fascinating. Why haven't we found out this before? I know. I think it's because it's so, it's just so weird. It but is also weird. not. Because like, isn't the whole point of the monarchy that Biz is meant to be a religious figure? Like, isn't she godly? Isn't that what we're all pretending to believe? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we are pretending. <laughs> but that's, I mean, that's nice for Phil the Greek because, you know, he did have a, a back seat for like his whole time he was married to Biz. Yeah, it must have been really nice but also a little bit weird. Like it's weird if you're just going about your day job and then like one of your employees comes up to you and says, oh, by the way, there is a group of people that think you're legitimately a god. You know, I wonder if there's some small village or sect that is keen to have someone be their leader who is going to marry a marketing director. Like, (laughs) if so, so, I'm your gal. They only found out about Harry and Meghan's wedding when some Australian journalist from the ABC 
came over and told them about it and then they threw a big party for that. Like they were psyched. So hang on, do they, at time of recording, do they know Feel the Greek's dead? Yes. Has anyone told yes. them? Someone's told them um, and they're planning to hold, uh, they're going to hold a procession, display memorabilia of the Duke, the men will drink kava. Kava? Kava makes you go to sleep. I mean, I, I, I'm going to assume that over the thousands and thousands of years that they've been doing this, they've got it figured out. Okay, okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the period of mourning will culminate in a significant gathering where a great deal of yams and kava plants will be on display. It is expected that numerous pigs will be killed for the ceremony. So that's that's what's going on with Phil the Greek. And then I just wanted to touch really briefly on what it might be like when Biz dies, but I'm going to try and do it in a tasteful way because she's not actually dead. Um, her secret operation is going to be called London Bridge, though they better get on to changing that because uh, if we figured it out, I dare say other people can too. Pilots will announce it to passengers on aeroplanes. What are they going to announce? Oh, sorry. Yeah, okay. Queen has died. Yes, yeah, sorry. The Duke of Norfolk, where's Norfolk? Oh, I don't know. (laughs) I think it's on a coastline. The Duke of Norfolk will be responsible for the funeral plans because the Norfolks are always responsible for royal funerals since 1672. Who is the Duke of of Norfolk? It says the Earl Marshal, which sounds like a different title but I think might be the same person. Hang on, I'm just going to look up the Duke of Norfolk and see if he's hot. Not that we're into objectifying people, but sometimes you never know. Yeah, remember that time we found Hugh Grosvenor? Woo! Yeah. Um, his name, the current Duke of Norfolk, is Edward Fitzsarland hyphen Howard. He's a silver fox. I bet he's like legit shitting himself already. Like trying to, he's you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a big job. You don't want to yeah. cock it up. Nah. They, the Norfolks always operate out of this set of offices in St. James Palace, right? That's where they do the funeral planning. And But when Biz's dad died in 1952, those offices were being renovated, undid the renovation so that the Norfolks could move into those rooms and get it done. So, like, that same day they laid down the carpet, removed the scaffolding and, and like, put lights in the rooms because they're all about tradition and the Norfolks used that room and they needed to use that room. Yeah, fair enough. I'd be wanting to do everything the same way as always. I wouldn't want there to be any room for error. Also, fun fact, did you know that the last four prime ministers that Biz has worked with, including Bojo, were born after she took the throne? Really? Isn't that crazy? Wow. So she's always been their queen. So um, King George V, when he was dying, his Doctor like made the announcement to the public. It was like he's he's going to die soon, and then he went back to the rooms and injected him with seven hundred and fifty milligrams of morphine and a gram of cocaine, so that he would die in time to make the printing press. <laughs> really? Yeah. I mean, you had to think about those things then, I guess. I mean, I think he he was genuinely going to die anyway. They just wanted to, you know, make it to the times in time. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. That's you know, sometimes we take for granted this twenty-four hour news cycle. Yeah, and I think also we weren't anti-cocaine in uh, nineteen thirty-six. I mean, some of us aren't anti-cocaine now. 
And then, so after they do the funeral, do you reckon everyone just goes back to Buckingham Palace and has curried egg sandwiches? Uh, curried egg sandwiches and a lot of sherry, I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. The palace put out a, a statement saying that the ceremony, all mourners would follow current UK COVID guidelines. But then they refused to comment when they were asked if everyone would be wearing masks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I see what's happening here. Uh, yeah. Have we seen photos of Harry's return, BT Dubs? Yeah. Um, there's just one photo I found. It, they they got him at the airport. He's wearing a baseball cap. It's on our Instagram. Uh, that one where he looks, where you you sort of made him look worse with that filter, didn't you? <laughs> no, I, I could not help him if I tried. He just looked really grumpy. Yeah, I mean, as you would. Though he was probably flying business class at worst. Yeah, he and he had to fly commercial. Ooh. Ooh. Well, I mean, he's not on the public purse anymore, but he's all about the climate change stuff, so he should be flying commercial whenever he can. Yes, he should. <laughs> wow. Um. Okay, well, thanks for listening and we hope our next ep can be, like, full of life and shit. <laughs> oh, just thinking, imagine if Megan has the baby while Harry's in the UK. Like, maybe it's the day of the funeral and then Phil the Greek is reincarnated into the girl baby of Harry and Megan. Philomena. Oh be so good and then the as the girl grows up she just um starts saying inappropriate things to people all the time oh thanks for listening review subscribe go to our website lkmrossi.com follow us on instagram we're still into those stories shit we look good see you all of a sudden hey mate hey lk Do you ever get so busy you forget where your pants are? Yeah, sometimes. Well, I have a solution for you. Please tell me. At lkandrossi.com, we have a fully stocked merch store that includes soft pants. Yeah, and we also have a blog and links to our Facebook, Instagram, iTunes and Spotify. Yeah, we're so good. We bloody are. See how good we are by visiting lkandrossi.com today.